Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. Be a husband wife. He knows he, who he needs for this. He knows that if I can get that person to say that, that's going to affect a lot more. He knew that he probably could not use John because Jesus would have, <laughs> yeah, or Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, you don't understand. But he used Peter because Peter, he was on. Peter was his man. Peter was the one that was his forefront man. So he knew if I can get to Peter to tell him that, maybe I can get him so discouraged. But Jesus detected right away, that was not God. That was the voice of Satan. And so he looked at the preacher Peter and he said, Get behind me, Satan. Let me ask you a question this morning, and I hope this lingers in your thoughts. What are you following? You've heard a lot of voices. You've heard a lot of criticisms. And sometimes it's not from people. Sometimes it is a criticism within that makes you hopeless. And you dwell on that. Yeah, but it's just the way I am. Yeah, but it's the problem that I'll always have. Yes, but I'll never overcome this one. It is primary in your life. It is in front of you. And you're following it. It's Satan. I, if I could overcome this problem, then I could be a good Christian. But I know that I've tried for so many years and I'll never do it. Uh, no hope. And it stands in front of you. You need to tell that thing, get behind me, Satan. Get behind me. That means you're following it. If it's in front of you, it don't need to get behind. Or then it needs to get behind. If it's behind you, then you're not following. There is, I find this in Christian people. There is these lingering thoughts. I was, I've been working with someone here lately that has uh, just given up total hope that God could ever change some of the, some of the situations in, in their uh, environment. If I can say that much, that's about all I can say. And this person was so hopeless. He just gave up that God would ever change the circumstances. And I knew that if I could get this person to have hope, then we're okay. Then God can start working. If that person can all at once see that there is hope, because he was following hopelessness. And it's been revolutionizing the situation. Things have been going much better. See, the enemy tries to bring you to a place of hopelessness. It can be who you were raised in. It can be the way your mom used you or the way your dad used you or the circumstances you faced in your life that you could really do nothing about. But he'll set it in front of you and he wants you to follow that thing as a pillar of excuse that I will never be different. I will never be changed because of that incident, what happened. Get behind me, Satan. Only Jesus stands in front of me. I am a follower of Jesus, and I'm a follower of his promises. He needs to get behind. This is what Jesus saw when he heard his great disciple, preacher Peter. 
say this innocent word to him. And it was caring. He rebuked him and he said, you know, Jesus, now wait a minute. You don't don't have to go to the cross. You don't have to die. Come on. I mean, this is not necessary. You're, you're, You're taking it way out of context. You're getting way too spiritual here. Yeah? Who are you following? <coughs> Excuse me. So look at some more things here. Discerning between the voice of God and the voice of Satan. I have several things just written down here. God speaks deep within our spirit. Remember this. God speaks deep within our spirit, and Satan speaks to the soul or mind. That, that is something that I use. Something if that word speaks and resonates within me, or if it inflames my mind or my soul, which is the emotion with an intellect, it inflames that thing. Right now, we got to do something. Tell them that God will say that to you. No, it's mostly Satan that will use those quick terms. You've got to do things, you've got to do them now. He works in the heart because that's where his voice is, the Holy Spirit. Here's another one. God's voice is gentle and persuasive, free from pressure. I just, I have to. God is telling me I have to. Oh, no, 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 don't tell me that. I've seen those people. God just told me I've got to do this, I've got to do this. And I remember that in the early years of my Christian experience, I used to think the same way. And I found many times I walked right into traps. No, God leads you. Yeah? He's in front of you. He leads you. You have a willing heart. You don't have to be persuaded. You have a willing heart to just follow. It's a big difference. Free from pressure. Satan is loud and glamorous, always demanding an immediate response. I once had somebody come to me and says that if I do a certain thing, God said that he will be doing this and this and this to me. I said, no, that's not God. God doesn't work that. It's not based on your condition. It's based on him. The promises of God are not based on my condition. They're based on the promises of God. And if I believe them, I can receive them. Another one. God's voice produces peace and a sense that everything is peaceful. Because Jesus is the Prince of Peace. When God speaks, the waves come. When God speaks, the wind comes. That's what happens when God speaks. When you hear somebody say something, it riles you all up. I, I just, oh, I, we've got, no, 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 no. I just pass that on. When God speaks, when Jesus spoke in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, the waves were pretty rough. But after he got done speaking, didn't say a whole lot. He just set the winds. He rebuked them and said, go away. And the boat was calm. If you're going through a storm, and you think to have you do some you think you have to do some things really quick, really fast. Or where did I really mess up? I really messed this up. How do I can we gotta do something right now? It's getting out of hand. No. Let the master of peace speak into your heart, and the waves will calm down. Just know who you're following. Satan's voice speaks despair, panic, and fear. And oh my, how well do I know of that. Oh, I can talk, I can talk for hours on incidents that has happened to me. Panic and fear and despair. 
despair. When Satan, when Satan speaks to you, when he influences you, could be through a word of somebody else, you just, oh, I'm just, I'm just ready to give up. That just, it took me down so much. Or fear, everything is coming apart. I hear that. I hear that down through the years of preaching here for almost 30 years now. I hear that. Sometimes a well-meaning brother or sister will give me a call and just share some little, some burden, and I see right through it. And I, because the Lord has allowed me to see right through it, I know it's not a burden. It, what it is is an arrow. Speaking something with another motive in mind. How many of you, and I experience this when I'm sitting on the lawnmower at times, when something bothers me, I sit on the lawnmower, and it's my time of, that I can meditate, and this thing wants to grind in me and grind in me and wants to heat up in me and heat up and make me respond to something. Have you ever been offended with something and it just wants to eat away on you? You're not saying nothing. You're not saying anything. It's just eating away on you eating away. And if I could just take this one person and say, okay, and then you'd have relief. That's how Satan drums up a false burden. It's really not a burden because you're not willing to take it to God, which solves burdens. You think you want to need to take it in your own hand, throw some stones with it, and make life miserable. It could be husband and wife issues. You know what you said yesterday? That just burns me up on the inside, and I'm out at work now, and I just, I'm not going to rest until somehow I get even with this thing. And it, you know, why did she say that? Why did he say that? And it just, mm, it just, mm, I can never do anything right. I can never do anything right. I feel that I'm always wrong. Why can't he or she say something to me in a kind voice? Why is it always this accusation? that he throws or she throws against me. I'm tired of this. I've had enough. I'm up to here. You're not saying that, but that's how you feel. And it burns and burns and burns and burns. Come home in the evening. Um, about two words into the conversation, it came out. It was sitting in you all day long. You wouldn't confront it. You wouldn't say anything about it. But that little, bang, now you're okay. Now the other person goes into a spiral because it's the enemy speaking through you. See, the Bible says we can bless and we can curse with our lips. We can do that. You can do that, saint. You can bless with your lips and you can curse with your lips. It is totally, you're totally able to do that. Unless you can discern whether you're blessing or cursing, it better not open your mouth. Many, many wounded people that I've talked with in my lifetime, most all of them get wounded by somebody saying a word, I believe, from Satan. When it's from God, it breaks something in your heart, and it sends you to the cross. It puts something in you that you want to surrender. You know what? I'm not going to fight this. I'm going to surrender. I'm going to lay down. I see that I'm wrong in this, and I just I surrender. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the voice that comes from God. So you see, the Holy Spirit is a convictor, and he's a comforter. 
That's what comes when it comes from God. But it comes from Satan, it's confrontational. It wants to stand right up, make you stand up, make the other person stand up, and you think you have to attack it. I'm speaking to you marriages, yeah? I'm speaking to you as marriages. Several more things. <clears throat> the words of Satan in the garden and the wilderness as with Jesus and Peter, were all suggestions. When you take a hit by the words of the enemy, your imagination will become influenced and infected, like your feet are kicked out from under you. You will see most as an enemy. Almost everybody, even your closest friend now, is in question. And you're already wondering, I wonder if he or she knows about this. The enemy just got you. You need to see this. You say, well, it was just in your... No, this is how the enemy works. Your closest friend and the one that you looked up to the most is now going to be put into distance because you just got stung by it. And sometimes it's your own mouth that does it. It's not always somebody else speaking to you. Sometimes it's your own mouth speaking something and it comes right back and it hurts you. And now you have everyone in question. I guess I can just trust nobody. Have you ever heard that term? Let me say, have you ever said that term? I can trust nobody. So, okay, so what you want to do is just go in that closet and close the door, keep it closed, make sure nobody sees you and you don't see anyone else. Are you happy now? But that's what happens in our life spiritually. We put ourselves in a little closet and we close the door and we're just, now we're all sad and there we sit and we just brood about the situation and you become a nobody for God, for his kingdom. Because you're nurturing your wounds. There's only one that can take care of your wounds. And if the music team would come up, I want to do, have them sing some songs yet at the end. In Ephesians, uh, let me just write... A, Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.